0: Blog Talk Radio You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is un
1: a dream a dream what's out
0: the lift broadcast through Blog Talk radio and CLNS radio they gonna let me for my ambition,
1: ambition welcome to the Hooper's Log. He did a dream a dream though what's out of the lift here's your host
0: Cmo bucket
1: they gonna let me for my ambition
0: Welcome on into episode 59 of the Hoopers. Log guess episode 59 on your daily series of basketball conversations here through CLNS Radio in the FanDuel Studios. My name is Simo Buckets, and my website is SimoBuckets.com. If you like to check it out, check me out and anywhere you want to go. Again, we're only about 10 days away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, only about 10 days away from Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 50 in Santa Clara, California technically where the San Francisco 49ers play, Levi Stadium. We are that close, 10 days away now. And uh, Andrew Norris will not be with us at the beginning of the show, but sometime near the, around the middle of the show we'll get him in here. This is only going to be about a half an hour show today, nothing over-the-top special, just really recapping some rumors going on in the NBA. Obviously the Blake Griffin story kind of taking full effect. Um, there's a couple other things as well. Uh, we're going to talk about our all-star, all-star game reserve predictions tomorrow. Clearly Andrew has a lot of things on his plate right now. When it comes to where he's at, we gave who we thought would make the All-Star game about a week ago. Uh, we'll ultimately see who the reserves are as they're announced tomorrow, as today is an ESPN Wednesday on the Hoopers' Log. Again, my name is Simo Buckets here on the 27th of January, 2016, episode 59 of the Hoopers' Log in full effect right now. Again, my name is Simo Buckets here in C- on the CLNS C- studios. Uh, if you're listening to the Apple Podcast. You're in for a show today. It's going to be a quick one. It's going to be a fast one, and we're going to get it going. Uh, a lot of things really off – I wouldn't say off-kilter topics, but topics nonetheless that really are, are are shifting how the NBA is looked at on a day like today. Um, kind of about a month – I would say – no, about three weeks out of the All-Star break. Um, and speaking of the All-Star break, there will be no show of mine – uh, on uh, on the Friday before All Star Game weekend, uh, so on the 12th of February, I will not be on the air. We're going to take a three-day weekend, mostly because we need to break ourselves. Uh, I can feel it. If if you can't, I can. Uh, it's it's episode 59. We have been in grind mode since the end of October, since the beginning of the season, and uh, November 2nd was when we began, and it is now January 27th. We have been talking basketball nonstop the past almost – pretty much 11-plus weeks, almost 12 weeks now –
1: in the NBA,
0: if not maybe 13 weeks. It's been, we have been grinding for a good quarter of, of, a, of a year now when it comes to how we've been talking about basketball, and uh, we need that break and that day off. So, no show on Friday. The, uh, the, um, February 12th, so um, episode 70, which will be on Thursday, will be a late-night show. That'll be the last show of the week. Andrew will host that. I'll be at work, and we'll talk about it and all that kind of stuff and all that good uh, man pajama, and then we'll start it off fresh on that Monday right after the All-Star Game weekend, basically the day after Valentine's Day. Speaking of Valentine's Day, you talk about an interesting stat that I that I heard about the other day. Uh, I talked about how the Spurs and Warriors, obviously, on Monday – how crazy that game was. Uh, clearly, it's Wednesday today, so I, I recapped the game and how great the Warriors have been and how they're the best team in the NBA, in my opinion, and there's really no one close. Um, but the one thing I wanted to say, and in, in a crazy stat, the San Antonio Spurs have beaten the Golden State Warriors in San Antonio 38 straight times. The last time the San Antonio Spurs lost in San Antonio to Golden State, uh, Valentine's Day... 1997, you talk about a stat that – I mean, think about that. It's 2016, 1997.
1: It will have been
0: – absolutely. It will have been over – I mean, I mean, think about this. It will have been over 19 years since we last saw the, the Golden State Warriors potentially win in – San Antonio. I I think I think Golden State has a chance to win in San Antonio in March. I think it is I think it's a possibility. But who knows by then? That's two months away. The NBA could completely change. The the players could fluctuate. Guys could get hurt. Uh guys could be traded. I mean the trade deadline, there's already rumors being thrown around about Jeff Teague. We'll get to that in a little bit. Obviously, Andrew will be on the show here in about I'd say about ten minutes. He's working hard right now. Clearly got some uh sickness and all that. It's 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 flu season right now. Um so, uh, oh, breaking news, by the way. We got some breaking news here in the show. Uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Greg Popovich is is named the Western Conference uh, co- Coach All-Star Game. Yeah, considering, obviously, Luke Walton has been coaching the Warriors for most of the year, and Steve Kerr has now finally just gotten back um, or is about to be back. Uh, you're looking at a situation where someone had to take over, and Greg Popovich – He's the guy. So he's going to be taking over for the Western Conference All-Stars, and he'll be the head coach. So crazy stuff there. Uh, breaking news here on the show as I just look at my phone and look at see what's going on. Um, but, again, uh, an eight-game schedule in the NBA last night. Uh, we'll break that down for you, and obviously, Angie will be on the show, and once he's on, we will get him on the air as soon as par- possible. Kevin Hart, what up with it? Let's get it going, Kevin Hart. Hey, hey, Kevin Hart. What 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 time is it? It's game time. We're all right, all right, all
1: right. gonna learn today.
0: So we've got eight games on the docket last night in the NBA, obviously two college basketball games I kinda wanna get to and touch upon before we get into these topics with the Norris. They will be he'll be on the line in about I'd say about ten minutes and he'll only be on for about ten minutes. The show's only gonna be about half an hour, so we're gonna fly through today and go through the topics we feel like need to be discussed um the Clippers beat the Pacers last night 91-89 again the Clippers back on track 29 and 16 now hovering in the Western Conference again the Western Conference is starting to fill itself out and you can notice now that the the, the Clippers Thunder Spurs Warriors those are really the that's really the class of the Western Conference now and the rest is kind of up in the air uh it's looking like that's going to be the final four teams in the Western Conference come playoff time sooner than later, I, I, it just looks like that's what's going to happen. And, and, the way the, and the way the Clippers played last night, again, without Blake Griffin, the Blake Griffin story kind of hovering around the team, they're still playing great basketball without him, and it's proving daily. Paul George in that one, though, did have a wife the performance, 31 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, a 53 on the way aworthy performance skill. He absolutely dominated in that one. Again, the Pacers kind of struggling as of late, not playing their best basketball right now at the eighth spot in the eastern conference one game up and one game ahead of the Charlotte Hornets and two games up over the Knicks and Wizards uh and the and the Magic are fading and the and the Bucks are trying to make a late push but it's looking like it's going to be these teams and Indiana has been struggling as of late they lost three in a row not been playing their best basketball but hey I think they're fine and I think ultimately they're going to get back up on that horse and ride it and they're going to be okay the 76ers get their seventh victory of the season last night 113 to 103 and you know what that means Every single time the Philadelphia 76ers get the victory, they get the song. Yes, absolutely. You better believe it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Every single time the Philadelphia 76ers get a victory, we play the Rocky theme song, and we play it loud and proud. The Philadelphia 76ers get their seventh win of the year. They're now 7-39, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, clearly still the bottom team in the, in the Eastern Conference. And they are a team that, again, in the Ben Simmons drawing, they're they're there, they're waiting, they're hovering, they're waiting for their opportunity to pick up a guy like Ben Simmons if they get him in the lottery. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I, I don't think it's going to happen, and I don't think the chance is likely that they're going to pick him up. But it's there. If they, if they get that first pick, you never know. Uh, they're creeping up on, uh, creeping up on the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers are now nine and thirty-eight. Clearly they're just kind of waiting it out and getting ready to get Kobe gone out of the organization. Not that not that they want to push him out, but the guy is about to retire and they're waiting for him to leave so that the team can take that next step. Again, Ish Smith, um, again, another fantastic game by him. 20 points, nine assists, five rebounds outstanding by him. The Suns are really just they're, – they're they're just reeling considering all the injuries they have. Again, 4-19 on the road, not playing well at all. I mean, you can make the case that the Suns are about to make their case trying to get the number one pick as well. The Heat beat the Nets last night, one oh two to ninety eight. Dwayne Wade had an outstanding game. He was on the whiteboard with performance as well. Twenty seven points, eight assists, four rebounds, three steals and two blocks. A fifty two on the whiteboard with the performance scale. He, he played outstanding as the Heater now. Twenty five and twenty one now hovering at the sixth spot in the Eastern Conference again. Everyone is so close between the Atlanta Hawks and the Indiana Pacers from three to eight. They're all separated by about three and a half games it's very close in the Eastern Conference. No one is really, really running away with it outside of Toronto and Cleveland. Those are really the top two teams in the East right now. Outside of that, everyone's really kind of waiting behind. It's kind of like Golden State and San Antonio right now with the way Toronto and Cleveland are in the Eastern Conference. Uh, They're just kind of, they're the two teams to beat. Everyone else is kind of hovering, waiting. Uh, In the West, though, it's Oklahoma City and LA, the Clippers, who are really right there behind them outside of that. It's it's real close. It's slim pickings. There's not really much of a pick, but outside of that, the Heat get the victory. 102-98. to 98. Uh, Again, the Nets, 12-34. and 34. They've been done for a while. I'd say for the last month they've been out of it, and uh, now the Heat are, are trying to find their way to get higher up in the seating so that they can potentially have a home court advantage in the first round. Thunder beat the Knicks in overtime in Madison Square Garden. Kevin Durant, performance of the night by
1: far, 44
0: points. 14 rebounds and five assists, a 75 on the way for the performance scale. Kevin Durant played out of his mind. And, oh, yeah, Russell Westbrook, that guy. He decided to show up. He, you know, he, he had his, he had his regular, ridiculously, uh, redonkulous stat line: 30 points, 10 assists, eight rebounds, three steals, a 61 on the way for the performance scale. You know what? You know what? Russell Westbrook reminds me of. This is what Russell Westbrook reminds me of in the NBA. Everyone's talking about Steph Curry and the Warriors. Everyone's talking about how great Kawhi Leonard has been, how how great all these other players are, and ho hum. Russell Westbrook starting the All-Star game and guess what this guy reminds me of something that's so great that we pass him up and we take him for granted. Russell Westbrook is kind of like and I know this is a poor comparison because he could be compared to somebody something better, but he's like a dry, he's like going through the drive-drive-through at Burger King and picking up the Whopper. It's legendary, it's classic, it changed the way we think of burgers. Russell Westbrook is the way is changing the way we think of point guards and how they impact the game and how they play the point and we just take him for granted because it's so quick and it's so it's so ordinary and it's so normal to see him go off with stat lines like this 30 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds, 2 rebounds shy of a triple double. This guy is a, is, is, a, is a monster, and he just keeps doing it on a regular pace, and he just keeps being taken for granted. I'm telling you, this guy, if he was in the same shoes as Steph Curry right now as the player to watch and on the best team in the NBA, I don't know if we could take our eyes off it because he has been that unbelievable over the last calendar year. He has just been that one, one of those players to watch and one of those players to get to. Again, the Thunder get the victory, 34-13, to 13, and the Thunder get the win. Again, 128-122 in overtime in the Mecca in New York. And the Knicks have not been playing well. I mean, yeah, they're 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 up there in the rankings, twenty two and twenty five. They've lost three in a row, but I mean again, they, they 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 seem to be coming back to earth with the team that they once were before the year started and what we all thought was eventually going to happen. But they're right there waiting in the wings. Other games to mention uh over the over the uh yesterday, Wizards lose to the Raptors, one oh six to eighty nine. Raptors now thirty and fifteen get their thirtieth win again. I mentioned their only two games gained back of the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know what the Wizards are starting to remind me of with the way that they're playing? And this is no knock on John Wall and the team, but really the Wizards remind me of an Eastern Conference Phoenix Suns. They are a team that does not have the firepower to compete with other teams in the Eastern Conference, but they have a, one mega superstar in John Wall. Outside of that, it's it's slim pickings for the rest of that team. It's a lot like the Phoenix Suns. Honestly, if you let John Wall do his thing, get his points, get his stats, Outside of that, they have nothing, and, and they proved it in this one. If the Raptors get the victory 106-89, both these teams played in the first round last year, and the Raptors have taken that leap forward where the Wizards have really taken that step back. All the conversations of Kevin Durant potentially going back to his hometown, I, I don't hear those conversations happening at all as of late. And what's interesting is the Wizards are actually playing better on the road than they are at home, 10-9 and nine on the road where they are only 10 and 14 at home. It's an interesting ball club there in, in, in Washington, and I don't know if those conversations with with KD have actually matriculated or not. But they have been an interesting bunch of guys, and they have not been playing their best basketball. And the Raptors get the victory, 106 to 89 in Toronto. Again, home of the All Star game coming up in about a month, uh, less than a month, three weeks from now. Bucks beat the Magic, 107 to 100. They're creeping their way back up into the conversation of being a playoff team. They're creeping. I don't think they're there yet, but they're creeping now. 20 wins, 20 and 27. The Magic have lost seven in a row. They're back to earth. They're not playing their best basketball. It's really sad to see. DeMarcus Cousins did not play his best basketball. As They lose to the Trailblazers now. 21-26 and of the Trailblazers now hovering. Now, as we sit here, the Trailblazers are in the eighth spot in the Western Conference. Talk about crazy stuff there in the West as the Trailblazers are the team to look at and the team to beat. Uh, one more thing before we get to Andrew on the line. Mavericks, 92-90. to 90. They beat the Lakers. Chandler Parsons, 17 points. Jordan Clarkson, I had 18 points. Lakers, Lakers again now nine and 38, hanging in the wind of that uh, of, of the of the win uh, in the Western Conference. Andrew,
1: what's up, buddy? I know you're working hard. What's up? What's going on? Yeah, what is going on? I am. Uh, I forgot to start my truck, so I am freezing. It's it's actually a pretty warm Michigan day here, It's 32 degrees, um, but I am I am cold in my truck right now.
0: You know, I just got done recapping the day in the NBA, and clearly the story that's been going on going around in the NBA right now is this Blake Griffin situation, where he quote unquote apparently he was friends with this guy that he punched. It was a it was a it uh, was it was a, it was a, it was a uh, well I forget exactly what he did what he does, but they were friends or whatever. Blake Griffin's kind of taking on the mantra of the new fake tough guy in the NBA. I mean, you talk about a guy who is not thinking about his. His his sponsorships off the court. He's not thinking about. He's kind. It seems to me he's taking things for granted as things come to him, and he's not really understanding the magnitude of the impact he has on pop culture with the things like you know, like Kia. uh, You know, obviously he's he's a big name in LA for the Clippers, and he's really turning into this really shady figure for the LA Clippers. Not that he's a bad guy or anything, but he's turning into one of those shady figures that I don't know if I can really trust him anymore from the standpoint of on the basketball court and his ability to stay healthy on top of his ability to get better and impact the team. Cause the team is playing outstanding as of late without him. And now that he's going through this drama and he's now going to be out for four to six weeks with a broken hand. What, what what are we to say with this guy and really his impact on the team? And, and potentially, do you see him potentially being moved by the by the trade deadline here in the next month or so, or what just what's your take on all of it altogether? No, that
1: team, uh, Doc Rivers, it's really disappointing. Uh, he's kind of got them in a do-whatever-you-want mode um, where, like, they can do no wrong. Uh, it all started kind of with the whole DeAndre Jordan saga. It, it's just – it's undisciplined, it feels like, at least from the outside. I don't think anything's going to happen to Blake Griffin. I think the NBA will fine him, like, $200,000, um, maybe a week's worth of pay for this injury, and, and then that'll be it. Because he's a golden boy in the NBA. He really is um, – as loved by the fans as the is by the NBA, but look at all the promotions. Look at all that. And honestly, I mean, I don't want to make a bigger deal out of this than it is. People getting right. fights. I, I know he's an adult and he needs to grow up and not get in a fight. But I mean, like it, it can happen. We don't know the whole story. I mean, what if this guy was, you know, talking about Blake Griffin's family or something like that? that you know, if I hear True. somebody talking about my family, I'm I'm not gonna go punch him because. I don't really fight these days, but, um, I, yeah. you know, I, I'm i not going to blame somebody if they do fight somebody. Um, but at the same time he needs to realize, okay, I'm getting paid $20 million by the Clippers, probably another $20 million in endorsement. I need to man up. I need to grow up and I need to, need to not do this stuff. Um, I, I you know, it's, it, it's the culture that's there in LA, uh, in, in Staples center on the Clippers side, at least, um, or it's just kind of a you own the team, uh, you know, and think about all the stuff this, this team's gone through. I mean, the Donald Sterling thing, the the DeAndre right. Jordan saga, now this. And, of course, none of those compare. either of those. Those are the right. kind of things that when you see that, you're like, okay, now I have the power. The owners don't have the power because this lunatic nutbag came in and did this, this, and this. So I think the the culture there is really screwed up. I think Doc Rivers needs to take over and remind everybody who he is and make a difference with this. I'm
0: really curious to see when this, when these, when this team goes to the postseason season and see what their mentality is coming in, because right now we're, we're seeing, like you said, kind of a wishy washy mentality that they're kind of in right now. They're currently like a spin cycle. We don't know where they're ultimately going to finish when it comes to what they're going to look like heading into the post season. We don't know what the finished product for the rest of this season is going to look like now. Clearly it's still January. we got, two and a half months till the regular season ends, a uh, little, little more than that. But, but we, we don't know ultimately what they're going to look like heading into the postseason. So uh, it, it, right now, who knows, they could spin down, they could spin back up, they could spin, you know, neutral, they could, who knows. And like you said, it's really up to what the players want to do. And thankfully, they have a healthy, in his, you know, really motivated Chris Paul. To really steer the ship, thankfully, because if they didn't, I would agree with you. I think that this would be a, a nightmare for them in a situation where it would it would be unfeasible to come back from because their star player is in is in this this situation that's really unfortunate, but kind of obviously done by himself. But you know, it, it's interesting to see how now this Blake Griffin thing is starting to kind of unfold in its own, and, it, and it's interesting that unfortunately they have a guy in Chris Paul to help them out heading near down the stretch as we get towards the all-star break. So what do you see with that? Well, yeah,
1: and just real quick, to show the mentality on this team, I was I listening to this sports radio on the way home. Uh, there's a show out here, and Foster, uh, rated like the sixth highest uh, daily radio show in the country. It's, it's fantastic. They're guys who I really model uh, what I do on here off of. But they they were talking yeah. about this, and they were talking about, uh, you know, the worst thing you've got in a fight over. Um, girl called in she said when I was 17 my boyfriend was at a party with me and then my ex-boyfriend showed up and we were going to get in and he was you know they they almost fought but instead you know he walked outside he punched a wall or something like that because he knew he had a football scholarship and he didn't want to lose it this guy's football scholarship yeah. was to Lake Erie that's division 3 so this guy has a D3 football scholarship and he doesn't want to fight somebody but Blake Griffin's making 40 million dollars a year and he, he doesn't care that just shows the mentality difference, and I think that's that's really disappointing. But yeah, going into the playoffs, I, I'm big on this team. I, I was a lot bigger before I heard the story. I, I, I'm curious to see how they're going to be when he comes back. Uh, but I really think this team's still a threat in the West. I, I I don't know how how to explain it. There's no really reason. It's just I they've played the Warriors tougher than anybody not named the Bucks or the Pistons this year. So yeah. I mean, it's I re- they're still a damn good team.
0: Yeah, I really I really just want to see the standings stay the way they are in the West and see the Western Conference come through like it is with the, with the Clippers at four, the Warriors at one, play each other in the second round. Then I really want to see Oklahoma City and the Spurs duke it out in the second round. I really want that to be the case. Because if that happens, we're going we're gonna to be in for one of the best Western Conference playoffs probably we'll ever see because those are the four teams really to beat in the West. I know you got to go back to work soon, Andrew, but I wanted to get your take on these two games. We are 10 days now from the Super Bowl. Uh, I want to get your take on these two games, the NFC Championship game and the AFC Championship more, – More more or less the AFC Championship game because – Obviously, it was I, I, I rewatched it. It was an instant classic. But the NFC Championship game—I know it was a blowout. But if you want to talk about the AFC Championship game and what happened, please feel free to do so.
1: Yeah, it's funny how much this this has really blown up. Um, I, you know, I, I talked to a lot of customers on the phone at work, and I've I get I've got four or five uh, these last three days talking about Goskowski's missed extra point. Just will randomly because yeah. they want to talk about it. And it's, it, I mean, it's its funny. I love it. I hate the Patriots. So, when when I see, uh, you know, kickers who won Tom Brady two Super Bowls uh, with the blizzard kick and then, you know, uh, the, the other one, the, the clock expired, um, or maybe it was overtime, uh, you know, kind of cost him a game. And, and his lackadaisical offense and his terrible play, his choke artist play, 50% completion, two picks, one touchdown, and boy, did he throw a bad pass on that touchdown? That he got eliminated, and, and Peyton Manning beat him. And if I could have any quarterback in the league beat Tom Brady, it would be Peyton Manning. Uh, you know, I'm, I hate here. I think Tom Brady is the best quarterback to ever do it. I think Tom Brady is the best player to ever play any sport ever. Okay, um, but I, I just, I, I hate the guy. I hate the Patriots. I hate the organization. They're a bunch of cheaters not talking about the flake gate either i'm talking about spy gate and all the other nonsense they've done um it it's awesome to see but as far as the actual game goes now that i'm done ripping the patriots um the denver denver's defense is unbelievable okay that that team took like i said the greatest athlete of all sports in my opinion and made him throw two picks, 50% completion rate they they sacked him like Five times, they knocked him down like 13 times and hurried him like 19 times. Those aren't exact numbers. Those yeah. are just uh, what I think they were from last time I looked. But it, it was unbelievable, not only in the secondary how great they are, but, you know, the as John Gruden always says, the fourth quarter pass rush came through. As for the NFC Championship game, sorry to that Denver defense, but this Carolina Panthers team is one of the best teams in NFL history, and they are going to put up beating on Denver X. I hope it's a close game. I actually think it'll be a close game, just because it's the Super Bowl. But Carolina is—it's a four-point spread right now. If you don't take that, you're a nutcase. Okay, you're crazy. I'm putting a hundred bucks down on that, and I'm—I'm I'm going with it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be one of
1: those. I honestly think we'll—we'll we'll talk more
0: about it over next week. Obviously, as we get closer and closer to the Super Bowl, but it's one of those games where I'm telling you, I really don't know what's going to happen. On the whole, Andrew, we're going to talk about our all-star game reserves tomorrow and who we think is going to be in. And also, we'll talk about this ratings downfall in the NBA. Uh, I've been le- looking at it as of late. It's really interesting and fascinating to see, considering all the giant TV deals that have been made. We'll talk about all that tomorrow. Andrew, get back to work, man. I know, you, I know you're I know you're itching to get back to work. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm doing. All right, man, I'll catch you guys
0: later. <laughs> <laughs> all right, see <laughs> you. Yeah, Andrew's got to get back to work. He's a busy, busy man. There in Detroit, out there in the great uh, in the great Midwest. Okay, we got about four minutes left in the show. Uh, Again, you heard it. We'll talk about our All Star Game reserves tomorrow. Uh, And also, we will talk about this ratings uh, drop in the NBA. We'll get to that all tomorrow. Uh, One rumor in the NBA, obviously, Jeff Teague potentially going to the New York Knicks. Uh, I I mean, it's interesting because now we're about a month away from the trade deadline. Expect rumors like this to creep up more and more as time moves on. I would not be shocked if he did go to the Knicks, but it would take a lot for the Knicks to get him from Atlanta because he is a huge part of what Atlanta does now. His, His numbers have dropped off a lot from last year, but overall, he He is still one of the major, major factors in what they do in Atlanta and how they operate on a a nightly basis. So you're going to see more of these rumors popping up, but I think it could potentially happen. And if he does go to the Knicks, look out. They could be a really good contender coming up next year. Two games in in NCAA basketball last night that I saw – that I really wanted to mention before we get to this preview of tonight's games on an ESPN Wednesday, uh, Oklahoma destroyed Texas, Texas Tech, Uh, Xavier beat Providence 75-68, both teams ranked, outstanding game there, but a a close one as Virginia gets a winner at the buzzer, 72-71 over Wake Forest, again, there's five and three in the ACC, still ranked number 11 in Wisconsin with the upset in overtime over Indiana in the Big Ten, 82-79 in Wisconsin, a big win there for them as they knock off number 19, Indiana, and, they're, and they go to 12-9 and nine in the regular season. NBA, eight games on the schedule tonight, just like last night in the world of basketball. Cavaliers, uh suns in cleveland Cleveland favored by 17 take the Cavs. they're going to destroy the suns tonight they should get the victory there. nuggets Celtics. celtic's nine and a half point favorites take the nuggets they should be able to stay close i think the boston celtics will win but they should stay close take the plus nine and a half on the Nuggets. 76ers pistons pistons favored by 12 take the 12 pistons should destroy the 76ers tonight under drummond should have a big time performance clippers hawks probably one of the games to watch tonight on the basketball landscape uh both two of the best teams in the in the nba right now going on uh hawks oh Four-point favorites. Take the Clippers. I think they'll get the 30th win of the year. It should be a big one. That should be a big litmus test for both teams and see where they're going to go from here on out. Thunder and Timberwolves. Thunder should get the victory in that one. They're favored by seven. Take the seven points. It should be an outstanding game by them. First game on ESPN tonight. Rockets
1: at Spurs.
0: Spurs favored by 11. Take the Houston Rockets. Mine it plus the 11. They're not favorites, but take them because I think they're going to keep it closer than we think, but the Spurs should get the victory. Hornets and Jazz, another interesting one there. Jazz favored by six and a half. Take the Jazz. And then Mavericks and Warriors, of the nightcap on ESPN, 7.30 p.m. Pacific, uh, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Warriors are in Golden State. They're favored by 17. Take them. They should dominate the Mavericks tonight so we got about a minute left in the show episode 59 in the books a quick one today not much going on in the world of basketball obviously outside of the Blake Griffin thing and a couple of rumors here and there not much overall going on in the world of basketball but this is me CMO Buckets your host again if you'd like to call in for for future shows 323-642-1558 episode 60 is tomorrow yeah on a TNT Thursday, we're going to talk about the rank, the ratings drop in the NBA and why it's dropped so significantly as of late. We're also going to talk about, uh, we're also going to talk about our All-Star game reserves as they will be announced tomorrow. The entire All-Star team will be announced tomorrow on the West and the Eastern Conference. We're going to get to it. Andrew and I will talk about it more. If hopefully Andrew will be on the show, if not. We'll be here, we'll recap the world of the NBA, we'll recap what happened in the world of college basketball. No college basketball-ranked games tonight. No ranked teams playing one another. It should be a fun one. Episode 60 tomorrow, episode 59 in the books. Episode 60 on a TNT Thursday tomorrow on January 28, 2016. My name is Kriot Timo Buckets. I am here on CLNS Radio through the Vandal Studios in the Hooper's Log on Blog Talk Radio. Everybody have a great night. Enjoy the basketball. It should be a good one. Peace, everybody. Have a great one. Enjoy the basketball. It should be fun. Go watch those games.